everyone. Welcome to After Sex Ed with Sabrina. Today is my guest is Daniel, <laughs> my cousin, <laughs> who I've known my whole life. And when I said I was starting um, a sex education for adults podcast, and when I started my Instagram account posting stuff, he was the first to comment. He was the first to say, that's not true, or that is true, or <laughs> I'm like that. And, and when I said, hey. Strong, strong opinion. <laughs> and I was like, you want to be in a podcast? He was like, sure. What's the topic? Doesn't matter. Can be anything. <laughs> so anyways, everybody is in for a real treat today because the topic is pornography. And, and Daniel has said that he is a wealth of knowledge. And he's going to share some things. But before I start, Dan, do you want to talk a bit about yourself? Like, um, and what I ask everyone always is, how did you learn about sex? So you can start there. Uh, uh, do you want me to talk about what I learned about sex? Oh, uh, uh, who knows? Where didn't I? Yeah, no, I don't I don't, I don't. I don't think it started with porn. I don't think yeah. porn was what taught me about sex. I think, like, I, I feel like I knew or was very, like, sexually aware at an incredibly young age yeah uh, maybe maybe six yeah maybe even younger five that's that's not like that's like average lots of people say i think the mm. first time i saw something and was like what i was like six seven you know yeah but yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if it was like i i didn't see pornography at that age that's for sure but i but i definitely seen a naked girl at that age and it was more so from like an interest of like Oh, let's see what, what you got going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> were you like, I want, I want that, or were you like, what yeah. is that? Like, yeah, no, I think I, I think it came from a, a a place of like curiosity and and interest, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. What about um? Because I noticed like we're elder millennials, and then when I talk to like mm. elder millennials, geriatric apparently, geriatric, awful name. We say. Uh, porno mags a lot we say playboys or i found my dad's playboy or penthouse or whatever and then like younger people it's like that's that's gone they don't have that they don't even know what that is yeah i i mean i didn't find <laughs> i didn't find any of my parents <laughs> adult literature <laughs> that, 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 that wasn't that wasn't commonplace in my house no yeah. i think the first time i saw one of those was, was probably in like yeah, early grade school yeah. there was a, a guy who brought out like a playboy on a bus and then like i think maybe like a year after that <laughs> one of my classmates took one of his father's penthouses wow. and yeah and we were we were kind of cruising that in the play yard um yeah, and, but oh, like, okay, you were looking at it in the schoolyard. Okay, <laughs> what would you think? I, I know, like, cruising the play yard. Like, what are you talking about? Okay. Anyways, yeah, you're showing off. Like, everyone, have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look. Have a look at this. Oh no, so yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, uh, you know, the the early, like, the early vintage of or or of color pornography happened for our generation. I, think. I know that's when things went in color and and live. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and I certainly remember, you know, like with the advent of technology and the internet, dial-up and all that sort of stuff was 
it's definitely interesting to to try and see if we could because uh, I mean like what else do you use the internet for anyway? Yeah, I know, right? Um, like the number one <laughs> pornography, right? For so sure. that reminds me of this this thing is in school. Like speaking of which, I'll just jump right in. Like one of the lessons we were talking about was like tools of communication throughout the entire course of human history. As soon as you develop it, like the printing press or the telephone or like the magazine or whatever the internet it will be used for pornography immediately it will be used for a means of sex immediately so like printing press was like they're printing naked pictures right away oh yeah well, yeah actually for, yeah yeah for a friend of mine actually had a coffee table book of like vintage pornography like 1800s yeah the turn of the century yeah hilarious shocking and hilarious <laughs> Anyways, okay, I want to talk about this study that I thought was really interesting because okay. I don't know if it's like true or not. And you, you so you don't think it's true, or I think that you need, it, or, you need, or you need something, someone help substantiate this. I I think that there's flexibility in. Okay, so it's called it's called the disgust. It's called the disgust factor, <laughs> and it makes me laugh because in factor. in like sexuality and like sex studies and whatever, whenever you're talking about like sex topics it's always like use like neutral language and empathetic words but it's like no this is just disgust and disgusting and this has to do with porn so like the experiment basically like took people that consumed porn and it it monitored their habits and then it like monitored them watching porn and then when they were it's like you start off from point a where where you're like i like this i want to look at this thing and then it gets progressively and progressively more disgusting and that's their words. They're like, it just gets worse and worse and worse until you get to the one that you pick and you're like, that's it. That's the one. And then people. Just enough shame on that one. <laughs> and then they, they masturbate, they finish. And then when they look at it, they're like, oh my God, it's disgusting. And then they shut it and they're like, it's disgusting is the word that they use. And then the study goes on to say that every time you open that laptop, you will start worse and worse and worse. You don't start from point A. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And I don't know if that's true because I think that a lot of people, because for every one study, there's a counter, and then there's another one that says, you know, people have things in their spank bank that have lived there forever, and yeah. they kind of just go back and they go, yeah, that was really disgusting that thing I saw before, but I kind of want to go back to the basics. Now I'm gonna look for like whatever some girl yeah. drinking a milkshake. Uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> or whatever uh, so so yeah so i mean i think I, I understand what you're saying and i think that it's like almost like the rubber band theory like someone gets stretched enough and they kind of like oh they can't go back to where they were before yeah or, yeah. or they've almost been like tainted yeah no i, I hear you uh, i mean like i don't think that's that's not true for me at yeah. least i think that like you know i mean like i always go back to like where i was or like you know like, i mean in, in the reality honestly it's like i don't know it, it it's like like no one wants to eat the same thing every single day for the rest of their life, right? So it's I think it's a variety, <laughs> yeah. and I think it has to do with like whatever whatever your appetite is that day, yeah. so to speak, right? Whatever it is, and you know, sure, like maybe throughout your journey, <laughs> throughout your journey that day, you may start here and end up there, and it could be it could be you know more grotesque or more benign, like whatever yeah. it is. But I also think it's like very situational as well. I think it's also like really, it has to do with. Um, you know, whatever at that particular point in time yeah. triggers your arousal, right? Which is kind of, it would just, I mean, like, and that's like, I guess, kind of like the beauty of like, or, or of the beauty and also like kind of like the double edged sort of pornography. So, like, yeah. you, you know, you you can go pretty there. deep. Yeah. And, and it's all, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. 
for you. And you know what I mean? And it's like, it gives the average individual the opportunity to see more, you know, for men, like more naked women yeah. in like one hour than they would, than we would have conceivably been able to see in our entire lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back in whenever, right? Like see, before, before, before the internet. So like, yeah, like porn. Okay. So like everything about men and male desire and male morale, men, 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 it's all like visual, visual, visual. Like it's like, they want to, they want to see everything, but there's like, there are psychological components to it. Like, what you see, I think, matters. So, like, okay, so this one study is, like, one of the top top image searches on this, like, porn site for men was just, like, a vulva with no human. It was just, like, bang, that. Just vagina. Just vagina. <laughs> That's it. And it's, like, it's not even a person there. And then the next thing, in the next, in the same study, it's, like, what arouses men more than anything psychologically and across the board is what pictures of her really into it so like which one is it is it like you want this person to be like really really into it and that's the thing that you could like fixate on you're just like no i just would rather see vaginas or like <laughs> just like just a close-up <laughs> like, just well, like, basically that's what the study well, said it was like i, I mean honestly like i like i think like you know i think that there's like multiple shades of gray here yeah <laughs> you know like it's not black things. And white. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, multiple shades of gray right and i think that yeah like everyone might go for the close-up and everyone might go for like the like the full picture of the situational what's going on thing right yeah so i mean like i i i, I mean to be honest like i you know like for me personally like yeah like sometimes you know you bounce between the two of them you know like, it, all depends, it all depends on on what's going on right like i think whatever you know quote unquote tickles your fancy you know this is um, crazy like how much accessibility there is too, and how as kids it's like you couldn't just be like, "What do I feel like today?" Just a vagina close up, or like a woman smiling with like a dick in her face. Like I can pick. Well, I want to see a lot of engagement here. <laughs> yeah, no, and and I think that that's the thing, right? Is I think that like you know, with regards to pornography, it's it's almost like justified a lot and legitimized a lot of people's cravings that they yeah. kind of probably thought were like keeping to themselves and realizing, wow, there's a whole yeah. category for this. <laughs> it's like if they're doing a whole category for this, like there's got to be other people that are into this too, right? Like, I mean, pornography is so polarizing, and everything we study about it is like there's no right or wrong way to feel about it. Like some people it evokes really strong negative emotions or like, it's just awful. And it like upsets me so much. And then some people are like, it's really helped me in my life for this reason that like other people like what I like. Oh my God, geez, I'm not alone. I'm not nuts, you know? But then like, it's just like across the board, no matter how you feel about it, every single study basically that asks like, have you seen porn or do you, do you look at it or have you seen it in your lifetime? Is It's as close to yes as you can get. Like it's mm. yes, it's almost a hundred percent, and it's so uncommon, you know, that like, mm. despite people having super strong emotions about it, be like it's disgusting, and I don't want my partner to ever see it. It's like, have you seen it? Like, well, yeah, obviously. And like, <laughs> and you're, and but I think that's actually more of a. I feel like that's like almost more of a. Like they feel like socially required to do that. It's like they're ashamed a little bit, and it's like these like social norms. And I think that like pornography breaks down a lot of like because like listen here, the reality is, is like we you tend to watch pornography in the comfort of your own private space. You have nailed the common denominator for men and women, which is you watch it in private. It's not yeah. doesn't, but but um like so women watch it in private men watch it in private but men have actually like said that it could be a group activity with their friends of the same gender they don't mind yeah 
Yeah, I oh, think actually, like no, it, I don't. I think it, I don't think it was same gender. I don't think, I don't think gender mattered. I think, oh, I think. Yeah. So I was gonna say like so it's like of course I don't think it's I don't think it's uncommon when you're younger. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean, and and that like, and you know all of you guys are super interested in it, and you all have like this like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want, I want to see this thing. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, like you know, sometimes it's a group exercise, I guess. But like, I mean, like for me, it was, it was, it feel like it was, I don't think it was ever really like a group exercise. And I think like, like I don't think anyone was jerking off at the time. I'm sure yeah. certain people were, and I do know, and I do know of people that definitely did, like friends that did watch it together and like jerk off together while they're watching it. And to me, I don't like that's like on a whole lot of level. I think that's, that's a guy cool. thing. I shouldn't say I, that it, though. It, it most it most likely is. I mean, I don't I don't put it past men to do that, right? Yeah. It yeah. wasn't well, it wasn't really my shtick. <laughs> for me, you know. When I uh, but, uh, when I was in Kenya and I was teaching sex ed, um, I remember like the kids had a lot of questions about pornography. It was like me and this other girl we were talking about it, and they were like, "Are they really doing it in the in the movies, Miss?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "But like for real, are they married?" <laughs> and we're like, "No, they're not married." And they like couldn't get over the fact that like sex was actually happening. But then meanwhile, speaks to my own ignorance that like I'm like teaching in a slum. I'm teaching in Cabrera. They don't have really anything there. So I'm like, where where are you seeing porn? Where are you watching it? Because it's not paper. They're they're watching a movie. And then they, no, they go. We pool our money together, and then we take the bus to the internet cafe, and then we buy time, and then we sit and we watch it together. And I was like, oh. really? That like that's how okay. It's like you cannot stop met boys and girls. They were like whatever. Wow, really? Yeah, no. you can't stop. Crazy. You can't stop kids from looking at this. In public. In pu- I well, mean, like they were huddled. Everyone's interested in sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah, most most people, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, say, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't want, don't want to, don't want to color everyone the same brush. But yeah, yeah. I would say that you know, there's a there's high percentage of individuals that are pretty interested in sex and that are you know are interested in, and i and to be honest like i don't think that watching people have sex is a new thing either like we yeah. already know that right with like yeah. the romans like literally just oh, yeah. like like just like <laughs> watching people have sex while they're eating grapes laying on a chaise lounge yeah you know like you know the, so so i don't think it, like watching people have sex is like any you know voyeurism is certainly not a new thing whatsoever like voyeurism like like now we can like we can segue into fantasies now and things that I've learned about fantasies are like I've learned a lot. You think there's not much to learn about fantasies, but there's a ton because like the top fantasies are tend to remain the same: threesomes, voyeurism, like watching people or being watched. And then it's like just like sex with your current partner in crazy ways, sex with a past partner, crazy ways. It's not like I guess what I'm trying to say: nothing, nothing mind blowing. I'm like, uh, these, these fantasies are like relatively tame. You think like, like, so one of the exercises I have to do in, in my, in my program, our prof was like, write down, write down your fantasy, your ultimate fantasy. And then like all of our classmates and I were like, I like, what is it? I don't know. And then in like the next slide, he says, it doesn't have to be crazy because like nine times out of 10, it's not, it's just like something you've done already or like. Yeah something you want to you, relive it yeah you want to relive it that's it you know i don't know yeah. and then if i may keep going this one thing that really struck me about fantasies once in this one study was that it was a study that was like talking to sex therapists about how they manage fantasies in couples therapy 
And I would think that if you had couples therapy, <laughs> okay. So my reaction was, I, you would talk about your fantasies, wouldn't you? But that's not true. No, because that upsets them. I think I think I think I think that like that that's like you know like doing that could possibly open Pandora's box for some couples, right? And yeah. I think they're like, oh, time listen, I don't think it's uncommon that partners are on different pages sex wise, yeah, for sure. You know, you know, like different fantasies, some some tame, some normal, and I, and I, I also think that it's one of those things like fantasies are you know they're kind of you know they're private desires, I guess. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and and. You know, like, listen, I think that, like, yeah, there's there's definitely a space for, for, for couples to talk about it. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. they have to, there has to be some level of understanding. And I think they have to have a very healthy and, and stable relationship and understand. And there has to be understanding yeah. there to do it. But I can tell you that I feel like that could be a recipe for but hardship. Look, look at me, like, not a great <laughs> sex person. Like, I was like, why wouldn't you talk about your fantasies? You're sitting in a therapy session. You should be as open and honest as possible. And it's like all of this scholarship is like, don't do it. Because you're mm-hmm. upset, you're gonna upset them, and then they're gonna be like, "What the hell? He wants? To, I'm not gonna do that." Or like, "Who's he thinking yeah. about?" You know? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then, but then I would think like, wouldn't it be normal that you tell your partner normal? You know what I mean? Whatever, or healthy that you tell your partner, "I want to do this thing." Depends <laughs> on what it is. <laughs> you're like, oh god, <laughs> I don't want to be. No, no, we need, we need more peanut butter and another dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, but what this okay, this one thing jumps out. There's that. And this other thing that co- jumps out at me, which again was like mind blowing, is that this therapist so there's a whole section on how to treat patients that that don't can't have them. And I was like, can't I have don't can't have fantasies. fantasies. They and can't was, fantasize. Yeah. And I was like, that's unusual. You're that that just to me destroyed, is destroyed their imagination. It's like you're telling me you can't think or you can't breathe. Like, or you can't th- feel. And then, like... You can never be with someone like that. A real lack of creativity. <laughs> okay, so then, you know, someone could... Okay, so this is what the study says. They use this person as an example, and they say this couple comes in. She has low desire. He's got premature ejaculation. They're in there. It's like a, it's like a ticking time bomb. And, like, <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we got to work on your desire. And she's like, great. And the therapist is like, what do you fantasize about? And she's like, nothing. And he was like, give me something. You know, like, your ideal. What would you want him to do? Ideal. And she was like, I don't think about that. It's just like, it's just part of me is like, she's lying. Like, I I can't imagine. And he's like, you, he can wear whatever outfit. He can, you know, he can play whatever. She's like, well, yeah, nothing. You gotta take his socks off. <laughs> it's like wild. And then, it's like- sorry, go on. No, no, well, it's funny, but like, weren't, weren't we talking like, like, typically, like, there are some people with desires so low that, like, you were saying that, like, you know, they're not hypersexual yeah. individuals, and it's like they have, they're they're good to have sex like once or twice a year. Yeah, do you know yeah. I mean that 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 that's good for them? See, do you know what I mean? So like, I, I can see like I mean so, so they're just they're just I mean I feel like at that point it's more it's like more about like. It's like more about pretending a protecting from like a blowout than like you know than actually you know than actually really like having like some sort of sexual connection with your partner. What do you mean preventing a blowout? Preventing like like preventing the tanks from blowing. You know, like there there's a certain maintenance that has to happen before. You know, I mean, you gotta only have sex a couple times a year. Yeah, you know, that's like. 
But so, so drive, you're talking about drive. You're saying somebody with a hypoactive drive or maybe even someone asexual, like they don't need it, but like, yeah. but drive and desire are two different things. So like drive is like, you're actually doing it. Desire is like, you're thinking about it. Your fantasy is you're, you're watching porn, you're masturbating, you're doing all those things, but especially the thinking about it. And I guess I just assume like people, even if you think about it once a year, you know how to, or you have something you fall back on where you're like, I saw that guy whatever shoveling that driveway that one time and i was like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> so they're like the therapist gives this woman erotica and says study that like here it is here's here's erotica he's like it wasn't even crazy it wasn't porn it was here's erotica it's literature she goes great and she comes back with her husband and they're pissed and they're like this is just disgusting and he was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just know she doesn't think She's about best. it at all. Both. Both. Oh, they're, oh, they're both best. About the literature? Yeah. About the, the content of the literature? Yeah. And then, like, I'm talking about it with classmates. I'm like, if somebody said to me, I don't know how to have a fantasy. I've literally never seen anything that aroused me. How do I do that? I'd be like, I would probably be like, yeah, okay, watch a porn, get a clue. Like, I don't know. And then I remember this other part of the group. Check their pulse. I, it's like, I don't <laughs> want to sound like a jerk, but yeah, it's like. I know, I know, I know, I know. You know, it's like you never <sighs> saw a movie. Like, you know, totally different. Like, that's the thing is like, I think you, like, I am at least on like the total opposite. Like, How do you stop thinking about it? That's the doctor I need. <laughs> like, <that's the> one. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. But then, like, do yourself a favor i know so how do you do that like god willing someone could show me how to do that and then mm -hmm. like the doctor says that he that he prescribed masturbation to her and was like do it by yourself masturbation, what? masturbation to her that was the prescription oh he was oh, like okay. you, just, you go alone he's not there close the lights whatever you want and then you just let the let the current take you away like your mouth your mind has to go somewhere yeah, but like, but I it? think like I feel like yeah, yeah. But I think that doesn't like doesn't that require desire? <laughs> he was forcing it. He was like, if you feel something, your brain is gonna go somewhere. It ha it has to. But like, does it? Because like again, I could tell you, but all kinds of other um, yeah. studies into masturbation that people say, I think about um, a past partner. I think about a what I want to do with my future partner, and then people are like, I think about nothing, nothing. I just want to go sleep. It's like, right. You're like, what? That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I said, I think the you know, different strokes for different folks. No yeah. pun intended. Right. I guess the differences between men and women is what I find like so interesting. And this is like visual cues. They need that. And like men need visual cues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they just over and over and over again. It's like, I need the visual cue. I need the visual cue. Uh, which is great. But like, this this is the thing like like it makes me think have you heard have you heard of balesa have you heard of ethical porn ethical porn what's what what is ethical porn ethical porn so there's like a there's basically a porn revolution happening right now okay, and like right. you are a porn aficionado so i probably should have given this as homework but like there's feminist porn basically which is ethical porn so like um they're all adult women and you know nobody's trafficked and there's yeah. like they are consenting and well i hope i hope that's like i hope that that's yeah. what I, I mean but i mean like i kind of like you know so i i try and think that like anything that i'm looking at is in fact the case like it is ethical like these are two consenting individuals that want it that want to do this 
honestly, this impacts it, women a lot. And it and if and if it wasn't, I think that that would really undermine my enjoyment of it for sure. Like yes. no one, like no one, like I don't, I, I don't want to like. I'm not particularly turned on by someone who's not enjoying it. Okay, so that leads to the the third thing, which is authenticity. Like men say this, it needs to be authentic, which means like this is. I'm talking about heterosexual men, but see, I don't want to say it applies to homosexual men because I everything I read is like you can't you just can't do that you can't you know paint with a broad brush yeah. like that but you're heterosexual for all intents and purposes this is heterosexual stuff so authenticity is huge it's like i have to ensure that her reaction is real and this goes for real life too so like yeah, yeah for sure yeah. But, but i think i think i mean like to bring it, bring it back to that it was also like that everyone's consenting and this is really what they want to do but the, it does it prevent you like do you ever go on like i'm not you're not on trial but like now that you're like oh ethical porn is a thing like what is that oh this is what it is like is that something that you think you'd be interested in or is it like no i like to assume that what i'm looking at is that because in reality it might not be that it may it may not be but i mean like sometimes like i feel like you kind of like <laughs> you, you end up in the rabbit hole and you see something you're like you know what? i'm actually just like not comfortable with that like it just yeah. doesn't seem like this is like the, this doesn't seem as consensual as yeah. i'd like it to believe and i'll just yeah. all like i'm like you know this doesn't turn me on the least this is this all this is doing is 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 making me feel awful yeah <laughs> so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna move away from this yeah yeah like this it can try, it can change on a dime where you're like no 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 uh-uh <laughs> like oh yeah for sure yeah yeah leave it to men to fuck it up for sure (laughs) and then the fourth one is novelty is big yeah and that's like the the, the component which is like that's that's an episode for another day which is like why do human beings insist on being monogamous then when like women talk about novelty too it's like not it's not unusual you know that's why I think porn people look at maybe so many different kinds of porn because they're like, that's new, that's new, that's new. You well, know, like exactly. listen, it's 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 like the reality. The reality is, and it's funny because I saw like I saw it was a Jordan Peterson, like a, a snippet of Jordan Peterson talking yeah. about pornography. Yeah. And he was just like, like, this is this is the way in which monogamous relationships can skirt the line of monogamy. Like it's yeah. kind of like what they can do. It's like this is how like people who are in monogamous relationships kind of like are able to satisfy their novelty their yeah. sexual novelty through there's pornography. a lot of scholarship around that like it's healthy in that regard that it can like satiate that maybe like i go home like i i don't feel like i'm doing but then there's people that believe that like watching porn is cheating you know i don't yeah i know, it, I know. but yeah. it evokes very strong emotions in people some people yeah no no for sure yeah, yeah. absolutely some people are just like no like they're they're you know they're like they yeah they look at it like cheating i mean like to me i've never i've never been with someone who's considered it that yeah and and to be honest if i did it if i was then it probably would never have lasted anyway yeah <laughs> it's one of those things like i think that there's you know there has to be some level of security in yourself that your partner is kind of coming back to you you know yeah. and if you're in, in, a, in like a safe space in a healthy relationship there you know there should be that kind of understanding that this is just uh, like you know, i don't maintenance or whatever you want to call it yeah it's self-care self-care that's yeah. what it is it's just self-care i think you know every every study after study after study was like masturbation too is men just do it more you know and i think like things would be easier for everyone 
if like women just were groomed into believing that same thing they're just not that, it, you know? that it's okay or that everyone does it that it's okay and that everyone does it and that and that it not is actually does. self-care no, yeah. no 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 i know not everyone does it that's true but yeah. that like lots of people do that it is totally okay and that it is it is 100 percent self-care it's actually like it's recommended yeah you know yeah honestly it keeps me sane <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, bring me down, bring you down to baseline, right? But it's definitely I mean, like obviously for a very like like physical reason is like you release a lot of dopamine when that happens, right? Yeah, you know, like it makes you feel better. Your stress hormones go down, like yeah. Didn't you, go to, didn't you go to Wolf of Wall Street? Did I what? <laughs> you saw the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. What is like? How many times you jerk off? <laughs> Once, you know, two, three times a week. Yeah, you gotta get those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> I was gonna ask you actually I was gonna cap it off and ask you because my my I was raised on movies what's your favorite sex scene in a movie was but not even sex scene just like your favorite sex thing in a movie you could oh. say Wolf of Wall Street, Wall Street, or you could bring, <laughs> do another one I don't know or like what, what like what like in terms of like what's like the best sex scene I've ever seen in a movie or the like my favorite sex movie or is it just any sort of conversation about sex in a movie? Have at it either. <laughs> the, most, the most impactful. I'm trying to, I want to like, I could, I could go because one of the most like, I guess like, like sexual movies I ever saw where I was like, whoa, was closer with um, Julia Roberts and Clive Owen and Jude Law and Natalie Portman. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you watch it, there is not a single sex scene in it. They never do it. Isn't they she, just talk. Does she play a stripper or something like that? She plays a stripper. Do you see her boobs? I don't remember. But like, that's the most overtly sexual scene because the entire movie, they're just talking about it. That's it. Like, it's just they're constantly, constantly talking about sex. And the way that they're talking about it is like extremely provocative. And yeah. it's also like two couples like cheating and like, oh, there's like all this drama. But it was like the most sexually intense movie I ever saw. And then after I left the theater with my like a girlfriend of mine, we we're like, man, nobody actually ever did it. You never like <laughs> saw them do it. We were like, Yowza. I know. <laughs> we're like, Clive Owen is so hot. We're like, but we never saw him do shit. Yeah, it was just very deceptive. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I got robbed my ten twenty five there. I know. Jeez. You got a movie scene? Do I have a movie scene? Uh, honestly, I don't think I have a movie scene. I mean, like, I, I think like probably like you know, an unfaithful like Diane Lane. Like, I think that those are like, yeah. some pretty, like pretty wild sex scenes. Uh, do you think it was because it was so forbidden, or does that have anything to do with it? Well, I think there's always, I mean, like, what, because she was married? Yeah. Well, I think they were, they were pretty, I mean, they were pretty explicit sex scenes anyway. Like, they were pretty yeah. explicit and, and kind of, like, like, raw sex, sex scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, hyper-passionate, animalistic <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Thing, right? Like, you know, like, so, so, um, but, like, did, did the, I mean, did the element of taboo and, like, and just, like, the fact that she's being unfaithful, like, kind of play into to it? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that I don't know if that necessarily played into it. I mean, there's always like the element of taboo is always like you know, it, you know, is always you know a novel thing, right? Yeah. Um, and I think and I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, I think a lot of people have a lot of sexual fantasies around certain taboo things. They do. Oh, I they most like, certainly do. A whole other podcast right there. Yeah. But uh, totally. But I don't know. And, I, 
I mean, it could. I think. I think. It, I think it could. I think. You know. I think. For depending on who the viewer is, I think that, that particular element could have certainly had you. You because yeah because women, you. Wi- women like talk about um like there's context is important and then like and like it's not just like the sex that they're thinking about it's like what led to it and I think men differ in that way that they're like no I just kind of like like the sex but then like it's no I think that's, no I think that there's like uh, I mean for me I think I think that there's definitely like there there the process of it the, the getting there I think is also like especially I would say like the easiest way to describe it, like when you're with a new partner, the process yeah. of getting there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the cat and the mouse, the chase. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like that's hype. That's hyper. I think that's like that's hyper erotic. I think that's like very. Yeah. You know that that's that's yeah. That's why I think like um, that like you know all of these studies into men like porn, explicit images, and women like erotica. I think like you know what men like erotica. There's no chance you don't like. I th- I think feelings and passion and this like the psychological aspect like the things that men talk about like what are really important to them authenticity and like she has to be really into it and then like I need to see her wanting me is are these like this one two punch it has to be there is like well then a part of you has to really like care about feelings you have to it's not just like a sex thing it's like a it's like a whole collection mm-hmm. so I think like I think men you know, can like erotica more than, than, than we give them credit for. Like, how could you not be like turned on by like a, like a nice story? Yeah. How could you not? You have an imagination. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people do. Yeah. <laughs> some people, some do. people do. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and like, like I said, I think that like, yeah, like with, I think that there's, there, there's a time and a place for it all. Right. There's a time for it just to be like, boom, get it done. And there's a time for a little, the slow play. <laughs> we build it up. Depends on your mood. You're that like, well, what am I going to look at today? Yeah, depends. <laughs> depends you know, what, what you're into that day. And I think, once again, that in itself is novel as well. Yeah, yeah. Is the novelty that like, sometimes it's just like you just, you know, like you, <laughs> you know, like some, sometimes you want to find a partner that you can just, you know, knock boots, like, boom, you know, like that. And sometimes yeah. you want someone to treat you nicely. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, should I end it here and ask you, do you think that the disgust thing is like, well, there's truth to the disgust thing that everybody that looks at it and picks that clip that gets progressively and progressively more disgusting goes like, oh, God, I don't want to see this anymore. But like, do you think that there's hope for people to not like progressively, progressively get worse? Like, do you think like <sighs> it's not necessarily like that? You can autocorrect based on, hey. Today I'm feeling like I want to snuggle. Like I'm gonna I, look at that. I think I think I think that that all has to do with like like the individual itself, right? I think yeah, there's certainly yeah. individuals that like it gets to a point, right? Like where it's like this is about as like you know far as you want to go. Like I mean, like probably just for me, it's like I don't really want to see someone get choked. Yeah, I don't, I don't girl, I don't see a girl. I don't want to see a girl like like being forced to give this blowjob so hard that she's crying in her makeup. Oh God. You know I mean? It like, upsets me. Like yeah, that's disgusting. It's kind of, it's disgusting. Like I don't want to feel like I'm getting a blowjob from the crow. Like seriously. Oh my <laughs> God. Daniel's gross. <laughs> yes. But it's true. Like, but to me, like to me like that, like that, I find, I, I find that kind of disgusting. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. And, you know, so you kind of get a little bit, I'm like, you know, eh. <laughs> like, 
like, you know what? I should I should take a cue from my friend Amanda who, who said always says she says don't yuck, don't yuck someone's yum. And I'm well, like, oh, yuck, my crow. That's that's fine. That's that's fine. <laughs> like, funny, right? But like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, to me, it just to me, it just it seemed. I don't know. It's just, to me, like it's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. However, and that's the thing. Like, don't yeah. let someone's yum. Like to me, yeah. that's just not my thing. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm sure some people it exists. It's absolutely their thing. It's yeah. Yeah. Thing to completely hey, dominate. Everyone done consensually. Yeah. To, to completely. My business. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's like a you know they, they just want to dominate this person. That's their thing. Like that's that yeah. part. That part of it is very erotic, arousing to them. Right? Yeah. Not mine. It's just not. Yeah. That's just not my cup of tea. To each their own. We'll end it on. Don't yuck someone's yam. Don't Talk yuck. That. Don't yuck someone's yam. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you for letting me pick your brain today. Well, you right. 